Good Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. A Queen Diamond Table Show. This is our second show of the new year. I am so excited to be here. My name is Jackie Tabaho, and I am a confident and successful to do A Queen Diamond Table Show for the second and fourth Sunday of the year. I have an awesome guest with me today. And without further ado, I'm going to let her introduce herself, show you who she is, who she serves, and how she serves. Well, Ms. Jacqueline, it is such an honor to, you know, just grace the stage of a Queen's Round Table. You know, such a fitting title for this awesome show, a platform for women to actually come together and have a roundtable discussion about things that pertain to us in business. And, you know, this is just an opportunity for us to just share, connect, and grow. So I thank you so much for this opportunity. You know, you're doing an amazing job. I salute you. And I just want to take this opportunity to encourage you because I know that this journey has not been easy. And I just want to take this opportunity to encourage you in your walk and what you're called to do. And as you're serving those that you're called to serve, I just want to thank you for sticking in there, hanging in there and showing up. So I want to thank you uh, for all that you are doing for women in business. And I know that, you know, it's better because you're here. You know, we're better because you're here. And that's what it's all about. And that's, you know, why I'm here today. My name is Doreen Letson reed I am a faith-based business coach, trainer, speaker, author, poet, live show host, radio show host, and founder of Divine Connection Association. So I am called to serve you, current and future kingdompreneurs, female kingdompreneurs that are wanting to gain clarity of your mission, your message, and your mandate as you build out your business, your ministry, and your association. And I help unlock what's inside you because at the end of the day, yes, ma'am, it's on the inside of you. You just need me as your coach to help pull it out because most definitely it's there. So I just want to thank Miss Jackie for this opportunity. And I know you asked me to just touch on the ladies that I'm called to serve and I'm called to serve the woman that knows she has something on the inside of her. And sometimes what she has on the inside of her scares her. You know, she looks, she looks at it. She sees it. She don't want nobody else to see it. I, I don't know what they're going to say about it. Well, I say to you, ma'am, cares what they say. <laughs> God didn't consult anybody when he made you. He perfectly and wonderfully made you. And let me help you with something. He didn't put you in no box when he made you. So he made you to be on display. Come on now. He made you to be on display. And what I do is I burn boxes. So God did not put me in a box. I've been trying, you know, people have tried to put me in a box all my life. They've tried to define me. They've tried to give me my identity. They've tried to say I was too loud. My mouth, my voice. I, I've been picked on and bullied because of my voice and because of the uniqueness of my voice, um, because of the uniqueness of my personality, because of the unique way that God has instrumented me, placed me in the kingdom and in the earth to serve him. But you know what? I'm better for it. And so are you. So today is your day. And I'm just thankful for this opportunity to be with you. Yes. Thank you. I'm so glad you're here. 
it's always so exciting. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I meet so many powerful, powerful women that are just walking in their purpose, you know, and part of this show is to provide that inspiration to other women, like how you mentioned earlier, that sometimes, you know, we're, you know, we want to kind of keep it harnessed. You know, we're, we're afraid of what other people are going to think or what other people are going to say, or we don't want to, you know, stand out too much. You know, so that's part of this, ladies. We want you to know that we are all unique and unleash your your talents. You know, don't 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 keep them. Don't keep them inside, you know, because other people can benefit from just even hearing your story. Something as simple as that. You know, well, that's not simple. But to, to be able to hear someone's story, you know, that that can actually, it'll, it, it, it frees the person that actually shares as well as empowers those that hear it, you know. So thank you so much for being here. And, um, you know, this is just, you know, I, I'm just so happy that you're here to share with us and to pour into, into you ladies or into us, um, you know, me as well. So thank you again. So tell us a little bit about, like, how did you grow up? Where did you, you know, grow up? Did you come from a large family? Was entrepreneurship a, a common theme in your family? Just to kind of give us an idea of who Miss Doreen is. Well, Jackie, before I go into my story, I do want to just reiterate something that you said that was just huge. And I just want us to take a moment, unlock what's inside you, because it's a divine connection. You know, I, my steps are ordered by the Lord. I don't just take appointments just to be taking appointments. Um, you know, everything that I do, I consult my master coach, who is the Holy Spirit, who is the one that leads guys and directs me. So this take a moment, you know, let's not get in such a hurry that we miss these golden keys to unlock what's on the inside of you. So Miss Jackie was just saying that, you know, it's up to us to pull out what's on the inside of us and not hide it. And you remember, I'm a faith-based business coach. So I am going to come to you from a faith-based principle, from a faith-based perspective, because that is who I am and that's what I do. So at the end of the day, ladies, we are going to be held accountable. Yes, we are going to be held accountable. My ultimate businessman, your ultimate businessman, whether you choose to serve him now or later really is beside the point and irrelevant because the Bible tells me that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. We can do that now or we can do it later. But at the end of the day, we are all going to be held accountable, whether you believed or not is irrelevant. So the point of me bringing this up to you is this. We are going to be held accountable because remember, we have a we have a master that gave us talents. Go back to the gospels in the Bible. God gave Jesus Christ gave these individual talents. Some he gave one, some he gave up to five. And when he came back, he held them accountable. The ultimate businessman wants results. This is why he says, I'm going away and I'm leaving you the helper. He didn't leave us a helper to sit and do nothing. He left a helper so we can get things done and so that we can get things done the way he wants them done. Not the way Sally wants them done. Not the way Rick wants them done. Not the way my best friend wants them done, but the way he wants them done. This is why he said I decrease to allow him to increase. This is why he says at the end of the day, you're going to stand before me. And some people are going to say, well, yes, Lord, I did this and this and that in your name. He's going to say, I didn't ever know you. 
Why is he going to say that? Because we were doing things that we had no business doing. And we were doing them within our own strength for our own recognition. And it was not in his strength or his power. So at the end of the day, yes, ma'am, you are going, I'm going to be held accountable. And even as I see that day approaching, I am here to tell you that I am, I'm asking God to help me walk in the fear of him. Yes, I said the fear of him. Oh, we're not supposed to have fear. Oh, we're not supposed to have the spirit of fear. Let me help you. He that is wise, let me help you. He that is wise. See, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of all knowledge. So we don't want to get it twisted. There is a demonic fear and then there is a reverential fear. I want to walk in the reverential fear that says, okay, at the end of the day, Doreen is going to have to get an account for what I've done on the earth. So help me, Lord, to do the best that I can do through your power, through your strength. So, Miss Jackie, I just didn't want us to pass by what you said because we can get in such a hurry. But I'm here to let the ladies know, take a moment because we're talking about professional development. That is the that is the platform of a Queen's Roundtable. We as coaches come to the table. You have given us this table. You have given us this platform. We as coaches are to come around the table, be teachable, be teachable and hear from one another and grow. That's what professional development is all about. So I did not want us to just bypass what you said and not just take a moment, unlock what's inside you because it's a divine connection. And so, you know, I just wanted to point that out. You know what? I'm just going to say it again. Like you said it twice. I love it. Be teachable because some of us are, you know, we, we, we get to a certain point or a certain age or, you know, whichever. And we just feel like, you know, we've learned all we can learn, you know, and learning is ongoing, you know, and, and, and that's part of personal and professional development to be teachable. So I just, I, I wanted to, I didn't want us to go any further before I, I said that again. I liked the way you said it twice. So, but, okay. So tell us how, how did, how did everything start? You know, I mean, were you, did you just wake up one day and decide, you know, this is what you wanted to do. This is how you wanted to um, influence women. Now, do you work specifically with women or? Okay. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. I am called to promote women in business. Um, I'm specifically called to work with current and future female kingdompreneurs, current, current future female Christian business owners. That, that female business owner that says, you know what? It's more to life than just money. I'm going to make my money because I serve the Lord. And so that's who I'm called to serve. And I'm called to give her a platform. I'm called to promote her. Um, and so how all this came about, when I was five years old, the Lord spoke to me and I was not saved. I was not in a Christian home. Hmm. Um, but... I can't explain. I can't put it in words. I try every time I tell this testimony. I, all I can say is God put it in my heart at a very, very young age. And this is why we have to guard our children. Yes, ma'am, I'm going there. <laughs> yes, ma'am, I'm going there because I was not guarded. But the Bible says that he's a father to the fatherless and a mother to the motherless. So just because your mother didn't show up, just because your father didn't show up, just because your aunt didn't show up, 
That's not no excuse. The Lord Jesus Christ has showed up for you. He did it on the cross for you. And I'm here to tell you right now where you are, while you're listening, that he loves you with the everlasting love. And even though everyone else around you may have fallen short and have fallen in this area and did not show up for you, I'm here to tell you he has shown up. He did it on the cross when he stretched out his hand and died. So to go back to that five-year-old girl, I had been placed in my heart to just know, just to know how to pray, to know how to hear from God. And so when I was five years old, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and told me I would write a book. Years later, I ended up writing the book, which is He's Worthy. It took me eight years to write the book. Uh, I am a poet, so I've been writing poetry before I could actually read or could hold a pencil. I, I knew how to recite poetry. That's just a gift. Um, these gifts literally come from God. When he's passing them out, he literally is passing them out. Some people can sing. I don't sing. I can do a joyful noise and not try to do that. And that don't even sound good sometimes. So, you know, you know, some people are, you know, they have photographic memory. I'm just struggling to get the grocery list down. So, you know, everybody has, to, you know, Lord, help me. You know, what, what did my husband tell me to do? You know, I'm just one of those type of people. So, Everybody has their gift. That just happened to be mine. And so it took me eight years to write the book, He's Worthy, which is a collection of my poetry that compiles the word of God to bring healing, salvation and deliverance. OK, so I'm finished with the book and I'm like, OK, Lord, what to do now? He says, start a business. He started started. He wanted me to start a family operated business and he wanted me to build a business around this book. So I was like, OK, I knew I need to common sense. He gave me some common sense to go downtown and get my business license. Well, I went downtown. I did all the whole you know, paperwork and the clerk of court said um, the, the town clerk said to me, well, I asked, I said, well, what do I do now? Do I get another packet? Do I do a class? What, what do I do? She was like, I don't know. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know either. So what, you know, help us out. She said, well, go across the street to the Chamber of Commerce. And I was like, OK, she's like, they do business. They should be able to help you. So I did that. and. I did not get any results. I'm going to leave that right there. Now, this is 12 years ago. So I've been doing this a long time. So maybe I don't know. So I get in my car and I'm walking across the street and I it, it was just a, um, a strong presence, a strong anointing when I was walking across the street. And I asked the Lord in my heart. I didn't say it with my lip. I asked him with my heart. I said, I can't be the only one that wants to unlock was in me. And I use those exact words, which is my tagline today, to unlock what's inside me. And then when I got in my car and I was putting on my seatbelt, as I was putting on the seatbelt, a stronger, stronger anointing presence came upon me and he said, start Divine Connection Network Association. And I'm like, and I thought I was hearing things, Miss Jackie. I, I had never heard this. I did not know what he was talking about. I was lost. I'm like, what? And I even said, I'm like, say that again. And so he said it again. And then in that moment, while I was sitting in the car, it just downloaded. It, he, it, I, was, I sat there for you. Sometimes you have to, you get in a hurry, hear it again. You can get in a hurry. And you have to learn something about the Holy Spirit. He's going to talk to you when he get ready. So if you, I mean, if you're in a hurry, you know, you might want to kind of like slow down to see what he's saying. <laughs> You don't want to miss what he's saying, you know, because he's going to give you some nuggets and you don't want to miss. 
So I thank God that I did just sit there for a minute to hear what he was saying. And um, he began to instruct me on what to do. He told me to go to Marble County. He was he put a, a sister in front of my face and told me to get in contact with her, how to get in contact with her. She worked at the CDC of Marble County at that time. And come to find out she was my first coach. Um, she had a program there in Marble County that uh, was financed through the county. And I got into that program and I was able to meet with her and we started working on some things. And then he sent me, I spent a lot of time, I spent about five years over in uh, North Carolina at Richmond Community College. I was going through the uh, Small Business Administration certificate program. So you would take a program, you would get your certificate. And I did that for about five years. And then I'm just a type of person where I know to do my due diligence. I don't mind studying because the Bible says to study to show thyself approved. So I've always loved studying and digging. And um, my founding member who is Cynthia Johnson, who is still with me today, she's been with me for 12 years. I'm still her coach. Um, and I just thank God for her. You know, when I went to her office, Jackie, you know, you had that one person that will believe, you know, will believe you and in you and pray with you and stand with you. Cynthia, when I went to her job, I had all my paperwork out. I had my business plan and I showed it to her. She said, Doreen, this is needed. And that's how Divine Connection Network Association got started. We got started with the principles of we share, connect and grow. We complete. We don't compete. And the principle was that I'm not going to Columbia for training. I'm not going to Myrtle Beach for training. I'm not going to Charlotte for training. These people going to come to here for training. That's what the Lord told me to do. He said, I want them to come to Chirac. And for years and years and years, that's what we did with the in-person conferences and the events. I got a partnership with the local college here. And uh, people that came through my training was actually able to get continued education courses. And so that is, you know, and, you know, my company, Demand Connection Network Association, was approved by the COG, which is the Council of Governments for the PD region in South Carolina, so that if you went through my, you know, training, they would uh, actually pay for the training. So we had a lot of great things that took place, but I also had a lot of great losses. In 2010, my, my business took a nosedive. I lost all of my clients, all of my members in one week. So in this, well, I'm talking to coaches, right, Miss Jackie? And so we don't like nobody to, you know, we don't want nobody to hear that, oh, we had losses. Or, oh, you wasn't making no money. Girl, you wasn't making no money. Something wrong with you. <laughs> well, honey, there's been years that jo that Doreen let some read. I'm here to tell you the truth, honey. You are not going to be seen, heard, and paid all the time. And that's one of the things I wanted to get to in the training, Miss Jackie. I wanted to kind of like touch on that because what do we do when we're not seen, when we're not heard, and when we're not paid, Miss Jackie? You know, as a coach, that's like a shameful thing. And it can be de debilitating if you let it. Because you know you're to make money. You know you're gifted. Well, if you're not making money, you don't even have a business, which is true. That's the truth. But what do you do as a coach when you're not seen, when you're not heard, and when you're not paid? You know, my answer, and Miss Jackie, you can tell me what you think. My answer is, you still show up.
<laughs> I'm still showing up 12 years later. There were years I did not get paid because I had to go back to work. I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a former educator. I was educating for 19 years. I have children. I have a family. It's not all about Doreen. It's not about my name. It's not about my profession. It's not about what I'm going to look like in the grocery store. Thank God I can go get the grocery. Come on here now, somebody. I'm helping somebody. Come on here. Thank God I can go get the grocery. Yeah. Thank God I've been delivered from the food stamp car. Come on here now, somebody. Thank God. Thank God I'm not in no car. When I had to sleep in my car. Come on here, somebody. And you worried because you a coach? That's a title. Right. You're going to be a coach when you pay. You're going to be a coach when you're not paid. That's a gifting. Yes. Yeah. And I'm here to set you free. Yeah. And I, I appreciate your honesty <clears throat> because one of the questions that kind of led into, like, what are some of the obstacles? Because a lot of times people look at where people are today in 2020 or 2021, right? But who knows what that person has been through? You know what I mean? The path that they have walked, the different obstacles and hurdles that they had to jump over, right? People people see what they see right now. Oh, this person, you know, they had this many followers and um, they lived in this nice house and they got this TV show. But a lot of times they have no idea the different things that they've gone through to get there. You know, so I appreciate your honesty and your, you know, your, your candidness about just different things that you've gone through. I mean, and just to hear just to hear you just now, you know, talking about your business taking a dive. I mean, a lot of us have rebranded. You know, a lot, a lot of the women I interview have been in business for years, you know, but they've rebranded maybe once or twice. They've, you know, maybe ha had some different things that have happened, you know, and I, I don't I don't know the, you know, particulars in terms of your um when you spoke about 2010 when your business kind of really took a, you know, a not so good turn. But, you know, we've all been there, you know, and that's that's part of the process. So talk to us about, you know, however specific you want to get, you know, in, in, in reference to that, you know, it, it it's fine. But talk to us about that process. How did you, how did you keep your head up? How did you keep going? I don't know. Okay. You know, uh, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and make up something, right? <laughs> It was a very dark, painful day because you have to, you have to understand. And I want to make it very clear for the coaches that are watching. I am nowhere near where I want to be. I'm nowhere near where I want to be. I'm nowhere near making the money that I want to make. And the answer to your question is yes, I invest in myself. So let's just get that clear. Okay. I understand that I have to invest in myself, my time, my resources, and my money for the last 12 years have been invested. Okay, so I just want to set the record straight when it talks when we talk about whether or not I've been investing in myself, whether or not my my husband, my children have supported me in what I'm doing. Yes, the answer is yes. And my husband has put me through school twice. He didn't have to do that. And he did it willingly. Matter of fact, it was him that told me, I want you to go to school. You're too smart. 
I was willing to keep doing what I was doing because I did not want the financial toll to be. Come on, we we. I don't understand why we hiding this stuff. This stuff is real and it's going on. And just because we're a coach and just because we're a little bit more down the road than somebody else, let's not forget. Let's not forget. The Bible says, lest we forget how we've been brought out of bondage. Let's not forget. Let's not forget. So I'm going to acknowledge him. I'm going to acknowledge him and um, thank God for him. So with that being said, in 2010, there was a recession in, in the United States of America. And just as now, many people are being affected by this pandemic. So I was affected by the recession. And my Divine Connection Network Association, we had a span reaching from South Carolina to Florida to North Carolina, to various parts of South Carolina. So we were, we were not a small network. And Cynthia Johnson, my founding member, can attest to that because she's been with me the entire ride. And just for me to sit here in this seat and say that I still have a founding member walking with me today and has allowed me to coach her for 12 years let my work speaks for me. I don't have to chime who I am. I don't have to push who I am. Hey, my work speaks for me. You can coach with me if you don't want to coach with me. That's your choice. That's your right. I'm not here to solicit clients. I'm here to add value to you because Miss Jackie asked me to come and add value because this is professional development. So in order for us to get somewhere in our profession, you got to tell the truth. It's the truth that sets you free mm -hmm. not self-deception not lies not pretending that we something that we not it's the truth so to answer that question that's what took place and i'm here to tell you it was a very dark painful time it, i almost felt like i couldn't breathe i felt like the inside of me was suffocating and all the people around me that felt that and thought that I didn't know what I was doing. I felt that I could feel the sneers. I could feel the snickers. And when you walk into a room and you know you're being talked about and God says, don't open your mouth. And secretly you have people calling you on your phone at home asking business questions because i'm a business coach and i was asked this other day in another interview she said well why didn't you you know charge them for the for the advice you was giving them i said to be honest with you my mind wasn't even on that i was just so thankful that these little confirmations god was giving me these little small confirmations just it was oxygen to me so that the inside of me would not be broken because I was literally to that point. I did not understand what was happening. I knew I stepped out on faith. I left a job to start a business. I was teaching in 2008 when my book came out. I walked off a job. And my son, my son was a baby. And I walked off a job. 
How does it strengthen? I mean, you know, and, and I know some people are probably watching or catch it, you know, when they catch the replay and think like, wow, I don't think I could do that. You know, but that's that's a lot. And, you know, especially to have a young child at the same time. Oh, we have four children. Four. Okay. <laughs> yeah, not just one. Yeah, not just four. one. Yeah, we, yeah. Let me correct myself. I'm sorry. Yeah, we have four because, you know, you, you, you know, you're a mom. You 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 still. Let, let, let me help you. Can I help him, Miss Jackie? Help him. Help him. <laughs> let me help us. Go ahead. That's what we're here for. Let me help you. You know, oftentimes when I meet with clients or I'm doing a discovery call, you know, a mom will come on and they'll say, oh, I'm sorry. My, ch you know, my daughter is crying or I'm sorry. He's doing his home. I'm like, why are you telling me sorry? I'm a mama. My children grown and they come, they in the living room now talking loud. And I'm like, hello. <laughs> my daughter comes in the door. I was like, she's like, mom, what you doing? So I'm getting ready to speak. She was like, oh, okay. <laughs> These are grown people. So yeah. If I, you know, if I, <laughs> I gotta laugh. You gotta laugh. You know, because this stuff is funny, and it's like, like the moms feel guilty or something. I'm like, child, you're doing your first ministry. What is you? That's your first business. Is your home? Right. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, you probably say, well, I don't have, and then I get these women say, well, I'm not in business. I don't have a business. Let me help you. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Miss Jackie, what are they talking about? You do have a business. So what do you tell them? Hello, you have a business. <laughs> and you can take that same thing that you're doing at home and you can do it as a transferable skill. And when you coach with me, I'll show you how to use those same transferable skills for that you were doing at home, the things that you were doing with your children, the things that you've said to your friends, the things that you were doing in your career to help you build out your business, your ministry, or your association. Matter of fact, the exercise that I do with my clients provides a lot of clarity to their mission, message, and mandate using those transferable skills to help them to see clearly what they've been doing the whole time, but they didn't see it as a business. So my job as a coach is to bring clarity to you. What is your mission, message, and mandate? And I take tangible things, tangible activities to bring that clarity to you. You know, I like the fact that you mentioned about the transferable, transferable skills. Because a lot of women that I run into have, you know, they, they've been in their careers for 10, 15, maybe some people even 20 years. Yes. But they don't realize mm -hmm. that that those are transferable skills. Yeah. You know, sometimes it just takes someone, like how you said, the clarity, just to sit them down and point it out to them. And then they're like, oh, wow, you're right. I didn't I didn't even look at it like that. You know, mm -hmm. and, and, and that's part of the beauty of having a coach, which is how, you, how we both talked about earlier about being teachable, right? Mm -hmm. being teachable and actually being able to sit down with someone. Sometimes... Sometimes we need clarity. We don't even realize we need clarity. Yes. You know what absolutely. I mean? We just, you know, oh, it's not going to work or, oh, I don't have those skills and things of that nature. You know, but sometimes that's all it takes is some clarity sessions. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. You know, I didn't even think of it like that. But you're right. And I'm, I'm, I'm one of those. I never really thought about the skills that I had, you know, because I'm, I'm a clinician. I went to school for social work. So, you know, I've dealt with people all of my life. 
you know, sitting down doing clarity sessions. You know what I mean? And that's and that's really what it is. You yeah. know, it's not about telling people what to do or telling them how to do it. It's about having them to realize and having that little light bulb go on about what what's that is already inside of them. You know, and I know that that's a lot of lot of work that that we as coaches do. Yes. And, you know, this is a good opportunity, Miss Jackie, for me to share with the coaches. So the presentation that I have for you today, and I do want you to take a moment, unlock what's inside you. It's a divine connection. So right now I'm speaking to the coaches, whether you're a life coach, whether you're a business coach, whether you're an identity coach, whatever genre of coaching that you are in, I'm asking that you just take a moment and get these keys to help unlock what's inside you. These are teachable moments that we have as coaches to come around this round table and to just learn from one another because at the end of the day, share, connect, and grow is what professional development is all about. So as I go into Leaders Rising to Coach, Leaders Rising is my signature training program that is trademarked. So you'll hear when, when you hear my name, Doreen, let some read, it's synonymous with Leaders Rising. I have various training programs. So today, we're we're going to hone in on leaders rising to coach and it's based on the theme scripture here isaiah 61 arise and shine for the glory of the lord is upon you and the lord is risen upon you arise and shine for the light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. So that's the theme scripture for leaders rising to coach. And so I do want to provide some, you know, some clarity on what is professional development. We hear that term all the time, but exactly what is it? So I want to just, you know, just reiterate to you. I know you are coaches. I know you've heard these things before, you know, so these things are not new uh, astronomical big things that you have not heard but these things are just some things to just bring clarity to you bring them to the forefront of your mind so professional development the purpose of professional development is to have training sessions such as this where we come around a round table and we and we listen we learn we are teachable we get our notebooks we get our pens and say you know what that's that one thing that doreen said that's that one thing that miss jackie said that's that one thing that she said that i really want to work on this week so that's what i want you to do right now so when we come together as a train to to train in our training session it is to improve that is the objective for professional development so that lets you know the mindset that we need to have as a coach to begin with the first thing is that you have to have a mindset that I need to improve we always should press toward the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus Paul the one of the greatest apostle Paul's in the apostles in the Bibles he said I have not arrived yet I have not achieved all these things yet but one thing that I do do I press I strive to the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus so certainly if the apostle Paul had a teachable spirit if the apostle Paul said you know what there's I have even I have room for improvement surely you and I and neither of us have been hung upside down on a cross and laid our life down for the Lord Jesus Christ none of us have done that yet but the apostle Paul did and he had that mindset early on in his life he said whatever I have to do I lay it down and he was a man of action he didn't just talk the talk but he walked the walk so he's a perfect example for us tonight as coaches 
because he facilitated a lot of trainings, hundreds and thousands of hours of training the disciples. And he was actually the one that would go and, re and, and, and uh, construct churches. So, of course, he's an excellent facilitator. You can even actually think of him as a coach to get examples from and draw from. So as tonight, our objective is to improve our skills to better meet the need of the client. So here, here again, as a coach, when we go into coaching sessions, it's not about me. And I want to say that again. It's not to impress the client about how much I know, you know, my education, all that's good and fine. But usually when a client gets to you, which is the pinnacle, that one on one coaching session, when they get to you, they've already done their homework. They already know they want to hear from you, which is why they have invested in themselves to hear from you. So trying to impress them is neither here nor there. It's not about us as the coach. It is about the client. How can I add value to you? What is it that I'm going to do that's tangible to help you see that you're going from point A to point B to point C? What is it that I'm that I'm giving to you that as a tangible result, something that you can see, feel, touch and hear that's going to help you understand that you have moved from, you know, you started with me here. You met me and now you're even. Oh, man, that was the first session. And what I do in my Unlock What's Inside You discovery call, this is just a discovery call. Once someone has done an assessment with me, when they start talking with me, I like to point them. We've only been talking to you. I've only been talking to you for five minutes. And I've pointed out this, this, and this. And they're like, because I, it's my job to point out to them and show them with clarity what it is, what keys I'm giving them, the tangible result of the conversation. We're not talking to have something to do. There is a result. There is an action plan. There is an execution. There is something that needs to be in, in, implemented in this conversation. So as a coach, what I'm doing is I'm showing them, okay, you've, you've talked to me. It's 15 minutes. And within the five, first five minutes, I've shown you this, this, and this. And a lot of clients come back to me, potential clients come back to me and say, well, I already have a coach. Wonderful. That's fine. I keep going. Because you heard my voice. And so it was something that I can do to add value to you. Whether you spend money or not in yourself with me, that's your choice. That's your prerogative. But I'm still, it's my responsibility in that 15 minutes to add value to you. It's not about the money. It's about adding value to the client. So we don't need to withhold from clients, all of us. We need to give to them what the best of us in however moment of time that we have. Well, I don't want to give too much because, you know, they won't coach with me. They won't spend with me. I'm not saying go off to the deep end. As coaches, we have to understand that we are to be in the middle of the road. We don't go too far to the left. We don't go far to the right. We have to be in the middle of the road. If we, you know, if we notice that we're giving too much, of course, rein it in. If we're giving too little, then, you know, you 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 adjust, you be flexible. You don't be so rigid that you are not considering the client, because at the end of the day, as a coach, you're called to serve. And if you're not serving, then I'm going to be straight with you. It's time to sit down because there is no purpose. The purpose of the coach is to serve the client and that client is called to multiply. Should I should never be afraid of my um, go ahead, Miss Jackie.
So, 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 so let's kind of shift it a little bit. So okay. that we can take something away from this okay. broadcast. Okay. So given given your, your particular you know topic, share share something with them that they can take with them. Maybe one or two things that they can take with them and start to begin to do things a little bit differently in their business. Okay. So I feel that as co I know that as coaches, the number one thing, as I like I said, is to make sure that we're client focused. So the focus is not on us. We can do that immediately. And that's just a self-evaluation as a coach. As coaches, we always have to self-evaluate, do a self-examination. Am I focused on the client or am I focused just on the money? What is my motive? So that's number one. That's key number one. Check your motive. What is your motive? If your motive is not to serve, then you need to check yourself. You need to check your heart. Where is your heart at? Because coaching comes from the heart. It comes from a sincere, genuine place, which answers the question when I'm seen, not seen, seen, heard and not and not paid. What do I do? I still have the best interest of my client. That's it. Because I'm called to serve and because I'm planting seed and because I'm doing things right and with integrity, with the focus on the client, at some point, I'm going to get my payday. It's seed time and harvest. It's, it's got to happen. And God ain't no liar. So, you know, that is what I would say. The number one key that we can take away as coaches, Miss Jackie, to answer your question and so that I'm very clear to those that are watching. Number one. You should be client focused. Number two, check your motive. Be honest. Is your motive money or the best interest of the client? Because sooner or later, the client is going to pick up on that. Okay, does that kind of clarify where we're going with this professional development? These are keys that you can use immediately to unlock what's inside you. Leaders rise and to coach. That is what we're talking about. So you are saying you're a leader, then you're going to have to rise up to coach. Honey, this is a this is not just a job. This is not just to get paid. This is a ministry. And, in, you know, I'm a faith based business coach, but ministry means to serve. So if you're not in this in this business to serve with the best interest of God's people, then it's time to sit down because that means you're you're tampering with someone's life. You're tampering with someone's gifting. You're tampering with somebody's talent and you're wasting somebody's time. And we are living in the last days. We don't have time to be wasting people's time. It's tight, but it's right. Leaders rise in the coach. So as a coach, I have to be willing to hear the truth. I have to be willing to self-evaluate. I need to self-correct. So I, I get self-correction daily because I have a master coach. My master coach is the Holy Spirit. He corrects me daily. He does his job very well. Right? So that is what I would say to answer your question. Number two, the coach's job is to identify the conditions, the behaviors, and the barriers to the client's success. So a coach is not called to make a carbon copy of herself. 
And we are seeing a lot of that. I had a um, last year, I had an in-person event here in South Carolina and I was speaking to someone and I know that person's coach and I felt that I wasn't speaking to the person. I felt like I was speaking to the coach. It was like they were carbon copies of one another. And I'm like, okay, I understand training. I understand that we emulate good examples. I understand all that. But here again, remember the contents. We don't go too far to the left. We don't go too far to the right. We are to stay in the middle of the road. So I'm going to invest in myself to become you. Think, think, critical thinking, critical thinking. So I'm going to invest my money. That's, I'm making an investment in me to become you. Or am I investing in me to become the best version of me and what God has on the inside of me? So we're not, we as coaches, we have to be careful because there is a difference between a coach and a consultant. And even a consultant should not be trying to make you a carbon copy of themselves. Because at the end of the day, here again, going back to the top of the conversation, you are going to be held accountable for what's on the inside of you. And God ain't going to ask you about Sally and what was in Bob. And well, 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 she told me, no, no, he going to ask you, but what did I, what did you do what I gave you? So that is another point that I wanted to make mention. So we're talking about leaders rising to coach. We're, we're talking about professional development. We said that professional development is to improve ourselves as coaches. So these are some keys that, you know, I believe could help you and I be better coaches. The other thing is that coaches are to support the client to achieve their own goals. So the client has goals. We are not to help... <laughs> Coaches should not be using the client to achieve the coach's goals. That's why we as coaches, we are to get mentoring. We are to go into training. We are to do different things to help us. We are to have these roundtable discussions like this. That is a blessing that Miss Jackie has for us that we can have on Sundays, you know, to come in and have this professional development. So it's not about my goal. It's about the client's goal and making sure that we do as to the best of our ability with the cooperation of the of the client. We cannot do all the heavy lifting. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. We are not to do all the heavy lifting. And at the end of the day, some people are not willing to do the work. I told you I burn boxes for a living. I have worked with some people over the years. I burn the box. They go resurrect the box. They go breathe breath into the box and get back in the box. <laughs> so what was the purpose of coaching? Uh, help help me understand, Ms. Jack. Help, help me understand. Hello? Well, I'm not here when you mentioned about the carbon copy. Why am I going to pay you money so I can become a carbon copy of you? 
I like that analogy you use because you're right. I want you to help me. I'm ser I'm serious. Mm -hmm. I'm I mean, you're here. You're a coach. You've probably been coaching longer than me. Help me understand. Maybe I'm missing something. Because remember, we share, connect, and grow. So I don't know everything. Mm -hmm. You help me understand. Am I missing something? Does that make sense? You know, it makes perfect sense to me. I mean, you know what your your point of view that you're what you're asking the audience to think about. And I think a lot of times, especially when you start off in the beginning, you know, and if you don't have a high uh, confidence and self-confidence that you look at someone else, you know, a, you know, a mentor or a master coach, and you think that in order to obtain the success that they've obtained, or, you know, that you want to obtain, that you have to be as much like them as possible. You know what I mean? I think, I think some, sometimes people get, get a little confused with that. Mm. You know, they think that in order to achieve a certain amount of a success, that they have to go down this particular path. You know, and I think as a, as a coach, well, it's a couple of things. I think there are certain tools and techniques or rules of the game, so to speak. Yes. Mm -hmm. that we need to learn or that we do need to learn. Mm -hmm. But it's also it's also responsibility of the coach. A good coach is to bring out what people already have in them. Because like you said earlier, everybody has certain talents and gifts. And you you as you as a coach, it, it is part of your job to help that person realize that. If yes. they don't already, you know. But a lot of times if they're coming to get coached, then they probably need those types of clarity sessions to really yes. clear on what they have inside of them and what they can um you know you be able to utilize their strengths as well as be able to build up with some of those areas that they may need work on you know but, but the goal of it is definitely not to turn out another jackie or another doreen exactly absolutely absolutely and see as a coach this is something that i do and maybe those that are watching may want to implement this key so i actually tell you know our clients i actually tell them because they'll a client will look to the coach for guidance for direction that's what they're supposed to do but then what we as coaches what i do as a coach is i say look i don't have the answer the answer is in you and it makes them think it challenged them to look on the inside see my job is to help unlock what's inside you i'm not god i show sure ain't jesus and i ain't the holy ghost so i tell them that up front doreen does not have no magic wand that oh if you work with me everything just gonna come together you're gonna have seven figures in two days and no man wrong coach go somewhere else uh, that's not what i do it's not what I do. People that's talented and gifted in that area, you go to them. That's not what Doreen does. So, and there are people that are talented and gifted like that. I'm not that, that's not my gifting. So I understand my gifting. I understand my anointing. And I'm not going to sit here and promise a client something that I know I can't do. That's not what we do. That's, what we're, that's not what we're doing. So what I do is I reiterate to the client, it's in you. Now, as a coach my job is to always see the big picture i always tell my clients i'm gonna see things that you don't see this is why you have asked me to coach you it is my job to see what you don't see i'm gonna give you a fresh perspective a fresh point of view i'm gonna put things together that you didn't even think was possible 
Cynthia tells me this to this day. She's still telling me this. She said, Doreen, you told me that five years ago. I said, yes, ma'am, I did. I'm still telling you. As a coach, this is this is huge. Write this down, bowl it, circle it, highlight it. It is our job, and this is going to be the last key. It is our job as a coach to make sure our clients do not abort their assignment. I'm going to say that again. It's so important. I'm going to say it again. As a coach, it is our job to not allow my our clients, my clients, to abort their assignment. You are going to have clients that struggle in things. They have personal things going on. They have family things going on. They have business things going on. We, as a coach, we must be anchored. We must set the tone that we're going to do this. That's what you're there for. I'm not going to allow my client to abort her assignment. This is why when you are a coach, this is why I, as a coach, I'm very careful who I work with on a one-on-one -on -one level. I only function in business, ministry, association. I don't do life coaching. I don't do emotional intelligence. That's not what I do. So even when a person comes to me about a business, it's certain businesses I'm not going to help you build out. I don't do daycares. I don't do hair bundling businesses. That's not what I did. Certain things, when I'm speaking to someone, they need to be speaking my language because the organizational culture that I have built for my company it's supposed to resonate with those that I'm called to serve. It's to be in alignment with those that I'm called to serve. That organizational culture is to speak to those that I'm called to serve and I'm not called to serve everyone. And here again, that goes back to your motive. So if we're taking money from people that we know we can't give effective change to and coaching is about change and impact. If you're not better than when you when you came, something wrong. So those are some keys that I want to give. I hope that this, this has been a blessing to the coaches. I want to celebrate coaches because what we do is not easy. You know, we 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 um it isn't for me. I'm gonna speak only for me because I don't I can't speak for the means that are watching. For me, it's a ministry. I am here to serve my client. I am here to depend on the Holy Spirit to minister to my client. And that is why I take the time to only work with ladies that I know I can help and build out what they're wanting to build out. And I'm not fearful to say, you know, ma'am, I appreciate you talking with me. I know someone that will be able to help you better. Than, than. I'm not fearful. I didn't get a chance to talk about that, Miss Miss Jackie, but there, you know, it's too much fear going on. If you have a client and, you know, I'm going to speak for myself. I have a I have a five million reach, you know, but my clients, I was collaborating with Edward Jones because Cynthia is a financial coach. She wanted to do an economic empowerment um, seminar. She did like two weeks of that. I went to Edward Jones. I'm, I'm networking for her. I don't care who. Who cares? Who cares who she collaborates with? My job is to make sure this woman is successful. 
I'm not going to stop my client from collaborating with other people or coming on another platform because at the end of the day, the contract was with me. So why are we so fearful? You know, I, I understand we are to be respectful. We are to be respect, um, professional. We are to have protocol. But a good coach would have communication skills and be utilizing those good com communication skills to set prior, you know, parameters. You know, discuss what you, you know, we, she and I talked about what she wanted to do. And as her coach, I took the initiative to reach out to people. She didn't even have to reach out to nobody. I told her, I said, you know, I know this person. Tell them I called you or go talk to, you know, I told her, I said, don't just rely on me because your business is not built on me. I thank you that you're loyal to me. I thank you that you've been with me all these years, but I'm positioning you to prosper. Come on now. We got to position our clients to prosper. And guess what? My clients are to prosper above me because that's what Jesus Christ did. He said that you're going to do greater exploits than me. And God has called us to multiply. So my clients are supposed to do exceedingly above and abundantly above me. And if they are, that's a good reflection on me. That's not a, a, a time to be fearful or get upset about that we're supposed to celebrate that does that make sense miss miss, yeah. miss jackie i'm, I'm just trying yeah. to understand i mean but like you said all of this fear it's it's so you know and i know we, we're uh slowly approaching the i would think the end of the show but i think <laughs> you know i i don't understand it myself but i you know i don't know if it's a fear that you know, it's not enough out there. I, I guess it's kind of like a scarcity mindset, right? Because if you didn't have that scarcity mindset, then you wouldn't feel that it was only a limited amount of whatever to go around. You know what I mean? So I guess if you have, if you're operating from a place of, of this scarcity mindset, then I guess you, you don't want anyone to um, do better than you, right? Because I guess you, you, you feel that it's going to take away from you. So I guess that I, I would assume that I think that that's where it comes from, right? I, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to figure it out myself, but I go back to the pattern of my ultimate businessman, who is Jesus Christ. That's not how he functioned. So as a businesswoman, I'm just trying to learn his pattern because he's the perfect pattern. And I don't see that nowhere in the word. So if it's not in the word, maybe it's not for me to understand or know. You know, I have I had another client. She was a um, exclusive coaching client uh, with me one on one. You know, she she was building a, a, a an association. I told her, mm -hmm. you know, go. You know, I gave her resources so that she could expand her reach, so that she could expand her and build out what she wanted to do. That's what I thought. That's what we're supposed to do as a coach. We are to we are to set the tone of collaborating with people. We are to and, and you know. But you, I understand some people have done others wrong. I understand that. So I want to acknowledge that they have not been as respectful or professional or what have you. I understand. But he, here again, staying in the middle of the road. You know, everybody I've worked with hasn't done me well either. But that's neither here nor there. They're going to have to give account to God. Doreen has to keep going on. I still got to show up to serve, you know regardless of what takes place i still got to show up to serve and i got to show up to serve in the right manner so you know having these discussion with our clients would probably eliminate a lot of all these fears 
you know, like I said, this exclusive coaching client, she was building an association. We we talked about the game plan. We we I gave her my support. She knew that it was, you know, I in other words, I gave her the release or the confidence to, you know, go out and network with other people. That's what you're supposed to be doing anyway. That in order for you to start a business and to capitalize on this opportunity, you're gonna have to network. You cannot just rely on one coach. And I would like to say this before we close, Miss Miss Jackie, something that is a motto of mine. It's not my job to know everything. It's my job to surround myself with those that can add value to those that I serve. Hello. That's why I'm talking to Miss Jackie. <laughs> to me, this that kind of goes hand in hand with not being teachable. Um, is that well, I don't know, maybe it doesn't go go hand in hand. I just think it's a very important point. Okay. That we need to be aware of is that you don't have to know everything. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like it, it, it's it's almost like you know just work, working maybe working as an assistant let's just say and you may not know everything but you know how to how to get to the answer right you know so it's about having having that that network there you know this is not my area of expertise like i don't know media kits is not my area of expertise but i can refer you to this person over here you know what i mean so and 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 i think i think some people get kind of caught up in that and that too, and that's a whole nother show, right? And that <laughs> such a trick of uh, what do they call it? A jack of all trades. Yeah. They 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 think that that adds to their expertise. Uh-huh. Or, or um, what's the other word for that? Their expertise, or they think it adds to. God, I can't think of the word, but makes them a better coach. Yeah. They know everything, but the bottom line is, you don't know everything. <laughs> you know and that's why we have a team. You know, I have a team. I tell my all the time you know i was on the phone with kendra just monday she was like well miss reed we need to do this i was like i, I don't know i don't I, I, that's not what i do just show it to me i'll prove it i don't I, I i can't that's why she's there she was just being respectful to me and i appreciated that i do want her to tell me her ideas and make sure it's something that i want to do um because you know instagram is not my thing i'm not a technology person you know my marketing manager thomas adams he's always telling me that i'm like that's not what i did that's why i got you here i i, I don't care just get it i don't i don't i don't got to know he's trying to teach you i'm like i ain't got time for this <laughs> i'm like just do it you know i, I appreciate them being respectful to me this is what i'm talking about they're respectful to me as their employer to say you know i'm on miss reed's team and you know i'm going to show her that this is what i want to do i'm not going to just take it upon myself to go do something and she doesn't know it and it has her name attached to it then we would have a problem but see they were very respectful and so i appreciate people that like that so you know but i that's not what i do i'm not no instagram guru you know that's that's not what i do i don't even be on there you know i'm not if i was all of these things i wouldn't need a team i wouldn't need people like miss jackie said miss jackie well how you know i even asked you i said i email you all the time well how how do i get in contact with this person is it and i asked you i said is it okay for me to get in contact with this person because this person was these people were on your platform i did that out of respect out of courtesy professionalism yes we do need professionalism in these contents so let's not go to the left you know let's not get it twisted we are coaches we understand professionalism we understand you know, courtesy. We understand being respectful. We understand asking. You know, you know, like I did with Miss 
uh, Jackie, just this week, I emailed her. I said, I listed it out. I bulleted it out. I said, is, oh, is it okay? And she was like, yeah, why are you even asking me? But it let her know that I respect her. Even when behind the scenes here, you know, she, I was, I shared with her my notes. I said, is this okay for your audience? I asked her, I, I shared with her things. I said, well, these are some things that I have. And hopefully, you know, as we went live, I pray that everything that I said was in line with her platform. You know, I, I was, I came here to add value to the coaches and to celebrate the coaches and to salute you and what you're doing, that you're working hard, that you're grinding, that you're hustling, that you're pressing forward. And I just thank God for what he's doing in each and every one of you coaches. And I just thank you for the opportunity to speak into your lives today. I don't take it lightly. Um, so anything that I've said, I, it was meant to add value to you. And so I, I just want to thank Miss Jackie for this opportunity. Oh, well, you are most welcome. You are most welcome. And I feel honored to have you here on the show. Now, before we end, tell the ladies again about your particular program and how they can contact you if they want to follow up with you. So I am, you know, I'm so excited, Miss Jackie, because we have Leaders Rising, the confident woman. <laughs> the confident woman 2021 come on now we're gonna walk in it like a boss come on here now somebody drop it in the comment hashtag the confident woman 2021 so i'm so excited you know leaders rising the confident woman community and we meet bi-weekly it's it's a it's an opportunity to come in i have two excellent facilitators that help me one um in the morning one in the night it's a bi-weekly um opportunity we focus on four key things self-care spiritual development professional development and business development and we integrate all of those things with biblical perspective and biblical principles to unlock what's inside you so if you want to be a part of leaders rise in the confident woman community you just get in contact with me immediately <laughs> on facebook during let's read is my business page you go to that business page it's all on my business page it's a click away or you can inbox me directly during let some read of course you can give me a call 843-910-3927 here again 843-910-3927. We would love to have you ladies in the Confident Woman community. Leaders rising, the Confident Woman community. So thank you so much, Miss Jackie, for this opportunity. This has been a blast. <laughs> been so much fun. Let me ask this. So this is ongoing, right? And they can join at any time? The entire year. So, you know, Divine Connection Network Association is membership for the entire year. And these are one of my membership platforms. I'm just really excited about this particular platform. Um, the ladies that were in it last year, they graduated. We have a, you know, we have a graduation. They have a completion ceremony. And so they are doing amazing. Uh, of course, it's about impact. Anyone that comes into the Leaders Rising, the Confident Woman community, you will not leave the same. And of course, not only do you work with these phenomenal facilitators, I pop into these sessions with you from time to time. I don't never announce it. And you'll get to work with me one-on-one -on -one during that time. So it's just, we just really have a good time. It's, a, it's an hour long. 
and it's just a it's a live session so it's not recorded you know you are able to come in with the facilitators live and really have a sense of community as we go through this 2021 year hashtag the confident woman <laughs> i love it i love it well, you know what doreen thank you so much for coming on the show and bringing your energy um, it's always such a pleasure to talk with you as well as you know i learned something every time every time we talk every time i see you live so ladies you know please you know check her out um go to her facebook page and you know if you just have a question you know just reach out to her um and she could answer any any my son is so loud in the background everybody i do apologize um, but thank you again so much and i am your host jacqueline kabai harrison and a queen's roundtable show we do this every second and fourth sunday of the month if you are an entrepreneur or shall i say if you are a coach or a consultant i would love to have you on the show if you i want you to be able to come and share your knowledge and your expertise with other coaches and consultants to be able to help them level up to be able to help them reach their goals in 2021 okay or if you have a new product or service you have a, a book coming out you have a mastermind or just you know your your individual coaching sessions whatever the case is i would love to spotlight you and to bring awareness to your product and or service so thanks again everyone please leave any comments that you have in the comments as well as like it and share the broadcast out okay thanks again and until next time everybody take care All have right. a good one <laughs> Bye -bye now.